welcome in kidders? Kids? What are we like? What are we calling them? Kitties. Hello, kitties. Hello, kitties. Oh, sorry. Hello. Anyway, welcome in, kids. Hey, kids. How you doing, kids? Okay. Today we're talking about the 90s on TV and chips and salsa. Let's get it. Welcome to Just Kidding, a podcast we take very seriously because we don't take ourselves seriously. We're a husband and wife team talking about anything and everything. Random topics we see on the internet, sharing stories about our real life, and making fun of each other. Out of love, of course. And if we offend you, we're we're just just kidding. kidding. Welcome back to another long-awaited episode of Just Kidding with the one and only Jay and my beautiful bride and amazing Kay. How you doing tonight, Kay? I'm great. How are you? Wonderful. Well, what do we have tonight for us there, Kay? Well, first let's start off with a couple of announcements. So, good news is our downloads, which is our listens, like how many people have listened to an episode, is up 300%, actually over 300%, from episode one to two, which is wild. So, thank you. Um, Best way to support us right now, two things, well, two and a half. The first one has two parts, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. So a rating is the five stars, of course, and the review is where you type out like a sentence or more or less, if you're feeling risky about how great we are. And then the second thing is to follow our podcast Instagram, which I have linked in the show notes. We also... We also take donations of cookies and Mountain Dew, just for your information. Thank you. What about me? I said cookies. (laughs) The bad news is this is take two on recording episode three. Um, We have some massive feedback issues again, but... Silver lining, we have figured out the culprit. So we're moving forward. We're ready to go. It's off and popping. Um, another sort of bad news is I had like a really fun surprise for Jonathan for this episode, which I had shared on our Instagram. And it's no longer a surprise because we already recorded it and there was a ton of feedback. So we're going to talk about it. I'm going to share the picture that I took real time when it happened on our Instagram, but it's not really a surprise anymore. So my very first college roommate, who we're going to call Chicken Nuggets, reached out to me to let me know after listening to episode two, I believe it was, 
Did we talk about cereal in episode two? Yeah, because we were eating the apple, not apple pie, cinnamon toast crunch. And Chicken Nugget reached out to me to let me know that number one, Tricks has bought, brought back shakes, which is wild times. Jonathan's very excited about that. He hit me with an I told you so, but he definitely didn't know. Oh, I knew. No, you didn't. Uh, I don't know if it's a limited time or if it's a permanent change, but the shakes are back. And then the second thing was the surprise, which I purchased a box of cinnamon crunch, cinnamon toast crunch filled, is what it's called, right? Loaded. I'm sorry, loaded. It's filled with vanilla cream filling, is what it says. We taste tested this live, which of course I cannot offer to you because of the feedback. But the verdict from me was it's not as much cinnamon toast crunch flavor as I was hoping for, um, but it's good. And also I would not eat this as a bowl of cereal with milk. This is definitely a dry snack. Um, I would not purchase another box. What are your thoughts? You know, when I first tasted it, I did say that there was a lot of cinnamon, but after eating it for the last couple of days, you know, I had to thoroughly check it out. That's how you do great research. And I've come to the conclusion that there's not much as, I'm sorry, as much cinnamon as there is in a regular cinnamon toast crunch. I do like the cream. But I wish it was chocolate, and I also would not eat it in a bowl with milk. It's definitely a... Like a snack. Snack, yeah. And then that's how I ate it this morning. And you also mentioned that if it had chocolate filling, it would be basically craved. Except cinnamon. Yeah, the characters on the front of the box actually look like a poor man's crave. Here's a... Here's a proposition for you what if they did caramel cream filling like a cinnamon caramel vibe giving churro would just kind of take like a churro but i'm saying if they did a caramel filling instead of the vanilla cream do you mean caramel i don't but thanks for asking but i think if it had caramel it would actually be much better well mount caramel is not involved in this conversation well that's where they get it especially little men on the front with gigantic Gene Simmons tongues. It is a wild box. You have to check out the photo on Instagram. There are also other loaded cereals. Chicken Nugget let me know that there was other things with the filling inside of them at the grocery store. I have not laid eyes on them, but she let me know that there was multiple. I went with the cinnamon toast crunch because obvious reasons. Mind equal blown. Okay, let's move on now that we've explained our ruined surprise experience, basically. Um, the cereal was a hot topic, but nothing hit quite like the fast food segment that we did with the bracket. I don't even know if fast food is the right terminology to describe it, because I don't consider some of the things that were on there, like your chilies, your Applebee's, not fast food. Um, it was a hot topic, and we got a lot of feedback, and as a result, we decided to make it a regular segment, 
on the podcast. That doesn't mean we're going to be doing one every episode, but we are going to be bringing this back around uh, often. Or we might because we're kind of boring and people like this. So I was feeling very nostalgic with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch and decided today we would do another bracket and it would be 90s Nick TV shows. Now, Jonathan, in all of his lovely podcast preparation, went and gave us a couple of options. So we have several brackets for upcoming episodes on deck. But one thing we don't have prepared is a name. I have an option, but I wasn't aware that Jonathan had also come up with an option. So when we were recording this the first time around, we decided we'd let the people vote. So I think that the segment should be called Bracket Banter. I like the play on words you have there. The double Bs. Alliteration. Yeah, yeah that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not on the clock right now. I am not an English chief. Okay. Well, my name, since it is my game. Is it though? I thought so. Guess not is what in the bracket are we doing? That's not what my notes say. It may have changed because I forgot what I said the other night. In your handwriting, on my paper, it says, what in the bracket is going on? I also was considering that I think you're comparing bracket to racket, like making a lot of noise. And I was thinking like, um, What's all that bracket? I thought about that too. More appropriate. All right, so we'll leave that up to the people's vote. I'll I'll put a poll on our Instagram stories at the time that we release this episode, and we'll let them decide. Yes, so uh, the two of you that are listening, please um, phone in, and our communication team will take your votes. Please vote on our Instagram story, and I will personally tally the votes. Great. Okay. Um, was there anything else before we get into this? That is caramel, not caramel. Okay. So our 90s Nickelodeon TV show bracket is broken into four regions, like your good old NCAA bracket. We've got the Oregon Trail region. The Easy Bake Oven region, the Dunkaroos region, and the Jonathan Taylor Thomas region. However, I'm quite upset that the regions have literally nothing to do with the content of the actual bracket tournament. Well, at least Jonathan Taylor Thomas is an actor in the 90s. None of the other things are TV related. But he's not even in any of these shows. This is like a lot of cartoons. Well, his show wasn't a Nickelodeon show. He wasn't a Nickelodeon actor. Yeah, it was probably well, Nick at Night. That's after it stopped running on air. All right, well, let's. I'm going to start with the region that was the absolute easiest for me to make a decision, which was the Oregon Trail region. And that's because. For the most part, I felt like these choices were trash compared to the rest. So first up, 
Are You Afraid of the Dark versus Cousin Skeeter. Yeah, we still don't know what Cousin Skeeter is. I do. Oh, you do? I do. I've seen it. Can you give us a synopsis? Oh. We talked about this, yeah. Yeah, I don't do puppets. Okay. Um, I don't think either show was all that, but I think Are You Afraid of the Dark was way bigger. And so that's what I picked. Same. I had that too. And when I reminisce about these types of shows, I can't differentiate between Are You Afraid of the Dark, Goosebumps, and there's another one. But we're going to go with that because I have no clue what the hell Cousin Skeeter is. Puppets. Okay. Damn puppets. Uh, the next one I is one of the few that I had to Google. And I will clarify those as we go along. But The Secret World of Alex Mack versus Kablam. Kablam. I know Kablam, but I had to Google The Secret World of Alex Mack, and he didn't look familiar to me. I've seen a picture of the TV show recently on Facebook, and that's all I know about that one. And I vaguely remember Kablam. Do you remember what it is? I couldn't tell you. Like, I can see it in my mind, but I couldn't tell you what the point of the show was. It was just, like, goofy. Do they just go, kablam? Yeah. So that's what I picked, kablam. I don't know the other show, but it's probably not as good. Who would know? We don't. What did you pick? Oh, I picked Kablam as well. Okay, great. I thought that was figured out by now. Self-explanatory. That's the word. Told you I'm off the clock. Okay, next is Clarissa Explains It All and What Would You Do? I, once again, didn't know what What Would You Do is. It sounded familiar, but then when I Googled it, I realized it was absolutely not familiar. Um, And so I picked Clarissa. However, I don't think I was as into Clarissa as most, like, girls my age were. Uh, but, I mean, I liked her just fine. I feel like you were a year, little young for that when it was in its heyday. But, I mean, Melissa Joan Hart was amazing. Right, I loved her, and Clarissa was huge when I was in school, but it was not my favorite. Like, I was watching other things. And What Would You Do was a kind of a live... TV show where they would put people in situations and see what would happen and then they ask you what would you do at least that's what I can remember so what did you pick Clarissa duh and then the last one was the Ren and Stimpy show and hey dude and I didn't know what hey dude was uh, upon googling about a dude ranch um but the Ren and Stimpy show was my jam and definitely is the best show in this entire region. Um, so I picked Ren and Stimpy. You know, I actually used to watch Hey Dude and I found I was only on for one season. But you know, when you're a kid, it seems like there's thousands of seasons of a show. Who just loves it? Read it out loud to the, to the audience. Out loud. All right. Give it all give. 
This game is insane. In the membrane. Is this short stuff? Yes, it is. Of course. Later on the podcast, short stuff. All right. Uh, you want to take over for? I think we went across, didn't we? Oh, I also picked Ren and Stimpy. Oh no, I think we. Oh, I'm sorry. You did pick Ren and Stimpy. Yes. Or did you go down? We went down. You went to Dunkaroos. All right. Yeah. So go ahead and take over. So next in the Dunkaroos region, we have the number one versus the number eight, which is only eight shows in each region. So first and last. All that versus the mystery files of Shelby Wu. Do you know who Shelby Wu is? It's a mystery. No one knows. I don't even know if this show is real. It doesn't matter because all of that is blowing most of these shows out of the water. Yeah, that yeah. so good. The the children's version of SNL. I mean, just so good. Well, half the people on that show went to SNL, SNL and yeah. maybe still are on there. So great, yeah. All that was before its time, truly. It was so good. So after that, or obviously you know what we picked on that. Uh, after that is the four and fives, which were the Angry Beavers and Nick Arcade. No clue what Nick Arcade was. I remember like commercials about it when I was watching TV, but I didn't watch it. Um, I loved the Angry Beavers, so that's obviously what I did. They were angry, those beavers. Just one of them was angry. Right. And great show. Can't have more than one angry beaver. Ruins the show. Next is Guts versus the Amanda show. Wait a minute. Did you pick the Angry Beavers? I did. I don't know what Nick Arcade is. I know, but that doesn't mean anything. Second, you might be like, the Angry Beavers were so angry, I picked them up. I don't mind a little angriness. Brain's a little yeah. fun. By angriness, do you mean anger? Yeah. Uh, next is Guts versus The Amanda Show. Now, I know Christina loves The Amanda Show. Amanda, 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 Amanda. But I never watched it. And Amanda Bynes is a crazy girl. So I picked yeah. Guts. But she's crazy because, well, a lot of reasons. Of the show. Child, yeah, child, child stars problems. I didn't watch Guts. I know what it is, but I didn't watch it. And the Amanda show was one of my favorite shows of all time as a child. It still holds up today. Um, but I do have to share that my mom used to call it the Screaming Girl Show. And by used to call it, I mean, if you asked her right now what the show was, that's what she would call it. <laughs> and I loved that show. All right, bring in the Dancing Lobsters. Hey, Arnold, and Inspector Gadget is up next. And this was the hardest one for me, I think, out of all of it. Because I love Inspector Gadget, and I definitely watch Hey Arnold every day. So what did you have? For my first round, I would say this was the second hardest decision for me. Um, both phenomenal. But I had to go with Hey Arnold. You know, I, I ended up filling out the rest of the chart as far as I could and came back to this one, and I had to go with my go-go gadget boy with the football head and the shirt untucked underneath the sweater with the yellow hair. 
just because of patty mayonnaise. Okay, wait a minute. You just said go go gadget, but then you said you took the I know. It's like the coach on ESPN when he's about to pick the football team and he tries to trick everybody. Can we talk about Arnold's apartment? So they lived in a what's that called? Um, like a lot of people live in the same building and they rent a room. What is that called? Apartment building? No, it's it's like a giant house. And um, a bunch of rooms. Guess not like room. a hostel? duplex. Like a hostel. Okay. Is that the right word? No, but that's really overseas. But that's what it is. But there's a name for it. it okay. To me. Okay. Anyway, Arnold has like the penthouse basically of this hostel. And has like this futon that pops out of the wall with a remote. Like this kid's eight years old, living large. Like he has his own apartment basically. And grandpa's just downstairs and he's just doing his own like living his own life he's got a like a whole ceiling not just a skylight like his whole ceiling is windows he's got roof access like normal this is normal for elementary school riding the bus to school and just coming home and kicking it in his apartment maybe he got a disability check for having a football head <laughs> Okay, I just had to Google because I was feeling crazy. Um, he lived in, the building was called Sunset Arms, but it's a boarding house, which is the same concept basically as a hostel, but like Jonathan was saying, it's not international. So, a boarding house. But it anyway, must be a New York term. It's not. Okay, so we both went with Arnold? We didn't. Okay, let's move on. Easy big up in region. This one was also fairly easy for me. But I felt like it had a lot better choices. Some more heavy hitters, if you will. Uh, first up, Ross's Modern Life versus Animal House. I never watched the show, but I know about the books. Animal House. And I'm not a big reader, so I didn't read it. I am a big reader, and I did not read it. But I agree. I associate. I know the show, but I didn't watch it. But I also remember, like at the book fair. Animorphs books were always like big, but I never was into them. So I went with my favorite sex hotline worker, Rocco. Yeah, Rocco with his friend the cow. Yeah. Which the other night we discussed that there was a new one. There was an actual movie a couple years ago, and Christina said that she never watched it, and we did watch it, and it was good. It was just like the old show. They just brought it up in newer times. Um, watch it with my eyes closed? No, you wanted to watch it. I'm sure I did, but that didn't answer the question. You can't hear me? Barely. Hello? Okay, I hear you now. Okay, I'm sure I did want to watch it, but did I watch it with my eyes closed? No. I, I don't believe so. All right. So you went with Rocco also? I did. Great. Next up. Ah! Real Monsters. Or Double Bear. See, I was a big... Now, I like cartoons, but I also liked those game shows where the kids get to participate, especially against the parents. And Double Dare was one of the best. 
was and is a classic. I would agree with that. I, I actually think they brought Double Dare back. Like, I think they did another... They did, and then it didn't last. But I went with uh, Real Monsters. Ah! Real Monsters. Because I actually loved that show. It was a good show. It was an excellent show. All right. Calm yours. All right. Rugrats or Wild and Crazy Kids? I had to Google Wild and Crazy Kids. It was not familiar to me. But it literally would not have mattered what was in this spot. I'm picking Rugrats all day, every day. All right. The big question is, it's not if you've seen Rugrats. That's self-explanatory. But how many of the movies did you watch? Every single one. Owned them on VHS. The orange Nickelodeon tape. Yes, all of it. And what do you think about the theory that all the babies were in Angelica's mind? You know, I've... I've extensively been involved in all of these little conspiracy theories for Rugrats. I love Rugrats. Um, also, my mom really loved Rugrats, so I feel like, you know, when your your parents are obviously in control of your screens, um, if they like a show, you're gonna, you know, be able to watch more of it. Obviously, um, it all makes sense. It really does. But it's a no for me. A lot of dark undertones, and you know. Even in Rocco, in Rugrats, Hey Arnold, there's all these little adult, like little hints. Like I know that Hey Arnold, the grandfather, was watching porn. Rocco's the sex hotline. Grandpa was watching porn. Oh, yeah. It was either a magazine that he was reading, like a Playboy, or it was a videotape. The magazine. Um, I think it was a videotape I remember specifically, but like the Rugrats, there's stuff in there with the grandpa. I think that's the one with the grandpa that was watching porn. Not just the grandpa, but some weird stuff was going on with, was it Stu Pickles or was it Phil and Lil's dad? Some weird like swinging something was going on. In any case, it doesn't matter. This is like doing drugs and creating Alice in Wonderland. Like, all good things come from whatever. And even, like, watching back, like, Spongebob or any of those shows, like, the adult humor is just untouched because it goes over the kid's head but lands with the parents, and that's what makes a good show. It's like Shrek or uh, my favorite, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, where there's everything yeah. is a... An adult joke. I've still never seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Well, you know, our daughter is going to be sarcastic, so you might as well just watch it with her now. I can't imagine why she would be sarcastic or what you could possibly be referencing. Okay, so did you pick Rugrats? See, si, Senora. And did you have any idea what Wild and Crazy Kids was? Not one clue. Okay. And last in this region was The Adventures of Pete and Pete versus My Brother and Me. I did not know either of these shows. I had to Google both of them. 
My brother and me was not familiar at all. But when I Googled the adventures of Pete and Pete, I saw a familiar face and realized that I think I actually watched an episode of it. So I picked that one. What'd you pick? I did Pete as well. And I don't remember seeing either show. The familiar face was Danny Tamborelli. For anyone who knows who that is. I don't think he does like anything currently. But he was the big chunky kid on all that. Not the big chunky girl, but the big chunky dude. Danny Tamborelli. Like he would say his full name like that. Anyway. See the one that was in Mighty Ducks? Uh, Hispanic, dark hair. He's not Hispanic, no. Um, he was in Mighty Ducks, but no, he is not Hispanic. Let me see a picture. Italian? For sure. That's not the one that I was thinking of. But he is in Mighty Ducks. Anyway, so you picked Pete? I did Pete. Okay. Uh, JTT region, go ahead. We have Doug versus Roundhouse, not to be confused with Roadhouse. And yes, Slacker, that is Conor McGregor in Roadhouse. Not someone that's trying to be Conor McGregor. There is only like one. Just like him. Just it like him. almost such, could be him. They did such a good job making him look. Such a good, you know, it might be AI. Because aren't all movies AI now? I think Doug, which is one of the ghosts of 90s TV. Well, yeah, absolutely. I also have no idea what Roundhouse is, other than his character. And you know what? I just realized, listeners, that I said that Patty Mayonnaise was Hey Arnold's girlfriend. And <gasps> I can't be more embarrassed. And obviously, it's Doug and Patty. But you know, I'm so sorry. When you just said that, I just realized um, Arnold has that little redhead girl. And that's like Charlie Brown. That's literally called the redheaded girl. But there's a red Lila. Lila in Hey Arnold is giving the little redheaded girl from Charlie Brown. I thought his love interest was the Asian girl. Lila? Not Lila. Yeah. She has dark hair. She had glasses. No? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. We'll look into this later. Anyway, yeah, uh, Petty Man is his best, for sure. And then we have Keenan and Kale, who loves orange soda. I love orange soda. Kale loves orange soda. Versus the one and only mixed animal cat dog. This was a tough one. This was my hardest decision in the entire first round by leaps and bounds. I absolutely love Keenan and Kill. Both of them, both the show, the movies, Good Brothers, great. You know, they brought a second one now. The career, yes, the careers afterward, them as people, love the both. But I actually did pick Cat Dog. Shameful. Just shameful. Christina does not love orange soda. I do, I do, I do. I picked Keenan and Kel because They're I gotta give it to my brothers. They're phenomenal. Welcome to Good Burger. Home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? That was really. Never mind. Continue. 
And next, we have Salute Your Shorts and the Wild Thornberries. Well, the reason Christina doesn't know what Salute Your Shorts is because the only camp show she ever watched was one where there's a guy in a hockey mask killing people. I had a normal childhood. This is what my wife dealt with. First of all, I surely wasn't allowed to watch anything with Jason Voorhees until the age of 13 because they were PG-13 and my mother that would strip me by movie ratings. However, I can't mind the decision that Jason Voorhees is probably the only camp anything. You know what? That's not true. I take it back. Parent drop. Adam's family? No, the parent drop. There's a lot of camp shows that are yeah. great. But the Parent Trap's a movie. So, anyway. I'll take the Wild Thornberries. A phenomenal show. Truly. A gem. You know, it was good. And so, it was at the end of my childhood. So, I had picked Salute You Shorts, which was terrible. at the very beginning of Christina's. Terrible. She's never seen it. Don't let it fool her. She would like it. The word shorts is in the name. That's pretty much all I get to know. Not good. Not everyone wears jeans all the time. Last but not least. The Legends of the Hidden Temple versus Eureka's Castle. Both great shows, but there can only be one. And that's Legends of the Hidden Temple, which Nickelodeon did a Netflix movie with it a few years ago, and it was really good. Showed in my classroom. Now, to clarify, you just said Eureka's Castle was good, but when I mentioned that Cousin Skeeter was a puppet show, you said you didn't do puppets. Yeah, Jonathan doesn't put hand up as puppet. But Eureka's Castle is a puppet show. Yes, I know. Okay. In any case, I picked Legends of the Hidden Temple. Then why do we have to go through that? Because you think Patty Manning is the Pollyanna's girlfriend, and then you can't decide if you like puppets or not. Look, it's been a long weekend, and I am very sad I made that mistake. I am crying in my sleep right now. So did you, you're awake, did you pick Legends of the Hidden Temple? I did. Okay, great, let's move on to the next round. Mm-hmm. Um, Oregon Scarlet Legion. Um, I had Afraid of the Dark and Kablam. Is that what you had? That is what I had, yes. Okay, I picked Are You Afraid of the Dark? Sames. Why did you make that so long? Z's. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Z's. Um, I also then had Clarissa and Ren and Cindy, which you did not have, right? I did have. Oh, you had those two? I think this is where we get different. Oh, I picked Ren and Cindy. And I picked Melissa Joan Hart. Always. Ren and Stimpy's the girl. See, Melissa Joan Hart is up there with your girl from Full House to me. My girl from Full House, Candace Cameron Bure? Correct. All those three namers from the 90s, they were great. Melissa Joan Hart is phenomenal, but I am not putting Clarissa above Ren and Stimpy. Melissa Joan Hart, I need you to do some Hallmark. Christmas movies. That's all I'm going to say. Well, you may want to join Cameron Candace Bure's show now, too. Candace Cameron. 
Candace Cameron Bure. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. Nope, you said Cameron Candace. Maybe I'm thinking of her brother. Kurt Cameron shot Kurt Cameron. That's what I was thinking of. All right. Um, Either way, Hallmark for life. Dunkaroos, all that, and Angry Beavers is what I had. Is that what you had? I had all that. Angry versus Angry Beater, Beaters, Beavers, and Beaters, and then Guts and Hey Arnold. You had. I said all that and Angry Beavers. Is that what you had? I thought you were talking about the next ones too. Well, you know. All right. I picked all that. And a bag of chips. I did too. Great. Um, then I had the Amanda Show and Hey Arnold, and you had guts and Hey Arnold, which Patty made me laugh out of. Was not. <laughs> and I picked the Amanda Show. I would say the star of Hey Arnold was his friend. Gerald. Gerald. I love Gerald. Oh, he was great. He was the coolest. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you pick Arnold? Or I did. Arnold? Yes. Okay. It That's was a fair. great That's fair. memory. All right. Right side, I had Rocco's Modern Life and Real Monsters. And I picked Rocco. I had Rocco, but I had Double Dare. But I also picked Rocco. It was a great and show. Rocco wins, yeah. Then I had Rugrats and the Adventure of the Cute Geese. And then I shortly picked Rugrats. Well, we only like one Pete. That's true. We do only like one Pete. And it's not because the other Pete isn't a lovely gentleman. It's because we have absolutely no idea who he is. This is true. But Rugrats all the way. I forget. Okay, so you have Rock on Rugrats going up next. Correct. Okay. okay. And then I have Doug versus Cat Dog, which is quite the decision. But I'm going with Doug. You know, that is a quite the. Doug and Cat Dog are like neck and neck. That's like their own part. And I'm glad I didn't have to go through that because I had Doug and Keenan and Kel. And as much as I like orange soda, I prefer Mountain Dew. And I'm going to go with my boy who dates Patty Mayonnaise. Even though I don't like mayonnaise. Crow Man. But Doug it is. I do believe in the first round of recording this that I shared a loving fun fact that my very first boyfriend in fifth grade dressed up as Quail Man. And his name was Mayonnaise. No, I mean, he, he really does kind of resemble him. Anyway, all right. Uh, I had Wild Thornberries and Legends of the Hidden Temple, and I picked Wild Thornberries. Really? I love the Wild Thornberries. You and would. Her daughter's rendition of Johnny. Her daughter is. Wild in her own way, yeah. I had Salute Your Shorts and Legends, and I chose Legends. Okay. Um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Back to the Tub, yep. Are You Afraid of the Dark and Red and Stimpy is what I had. And I picked Red and Stimpy. And I did not have Red and Stimpy, but I had Clarissa explains it all. And I picked Clarissa over Are You Afraid of the Dark? Let's do this. Give me your final four. Final four. Coming in first is Clarissa. Then it's them, first is Hey Arnold. Okay. 
Clarissa and Hanger Home. Okay, what's your other two? Fleeced. And on the west, we have the Rugrats versus Doug. Okay, I have Ren and Stimpy and the Amanda Show. And then Rugrats versus the Wild Thornberries. All right, you didn't pick Doug over Wild Thornberries. No, the Wild Thornberries is one of my favorites. Doug is really good. Doug is so good. Well, luckily enough, we get to share this with our kid who can't sit still for one second to watch a show. All right, who got the championship? All right, in the championship, in the red shorts, weighing in at a buck ninety two. It's Hey Arnold versus the man, the myth, the lover of mayonnaise, the one and only Doug. Okay, my final two. And I think that's a hot take. It's not bad. But I adore both shows. Fantastic. What'd you pick as your champion? The best 90s Nick TV show of all time. This was so tough. So many great choices. But I would like to think my first grade teacher, my best friend. I thought I did, and I can picture her, but I can, Soper. I think her name was Soper. Mine was Miss Peyton, and she got married while I was in school there, and was Miss Annalise. I thought you were going to say Peyton Manning. I loved her and she loved me. I think that's just great. She's a fantastic teacher. Teacher's pet. I'm not ashamed. I loved school. I was in elementary school. My third grade teacher is my favorite teacher of all time. Shout out to you, Mrs. Rice. Troy Polamalu's literal number one fan. Anyway. Well, after I, I, I didn't get to finish. You but you did cherry pick. Go ahead. I was still thinking all the people that got me to this point. Bro, you said mayonnaise. I didn't say mayonnaise. You picked Doug, didn't you? I did pick Doug. <laughs> but I didn't say mayonnaise. I said, maybe that was the last round. Thank you to my first grade teacher. Yeah, I know, but I, I really felt, anyway, continue. Well, now it's ruined. ruined. But thank you, Lord. Thank you, my daddy, my mommy. And... Mountain Dew, who sponsors this show. They need to sponsor this show. Yeah, they do. And shout out to Annie for loving this commercial. This is for you. The mountains are blue. Annie commented on your Mountain Dew. Annie loved that we're sponsored by Mountain Dew. We're not sponsored by them. That's bullshit, Daddy. Um, Some grade A bullshit. If anyone cares about a good place, they don't. And, uh, Jonathan is under the impression that all of our listeners are here for him. 
I beg to differ, and I think one elegant would be the first person in line to let you know why the kids, old buddy, old pal. Anyway, I think Blood Rats, and I think that is a very popular opinion. Blood Rats is a phenomenal show, and it stands the test of time. However, I do have a bone to pick with this entire bracket. I thought that there were some snubs. Now, I did some deep dives because I thought maybe the shows that I think were snubbed were snubbed because of the years that they came out. And I found that to not be true. Because although they were late 90s, some of the other ones were as well. Um, originally, I was going to say Spongebob got snubbed, but then I changed my mind because even though Spongebob did come out in the late 90s, I think the heyday was just too late. To include it. And it doesn't have the same vibe. I love Spongebob, but the vibe's not the same. Well, I mean, you have what gave us Spongebob. You have Ren and, and Stimpy. You have Horror Monsters. Even Rugrats had a little bit of yeah. disgustingness. Like I think the, the vibe, like the Spongebob's just like starting to bridge the way into like newer cartoons. Like it's just different. And also Spongebob changed completely. Like, I really appreciate the early Spongebob. The newer Spongebob's not quite the same, doesn't hit the same. Back before sponges could be gay. Wow. Okay. Um, but two shows that I think were snubbed by this bracket. First one, Rocket Power. And I know you personally didn't watch Rocket Power. I think it's because you were a little older. I have watched it. Uh, both my mom and I were big fans of Rocket Power. Rocket Power is fantastic. Such a great show. The surfing, the skating, the tacos. What is not to love? The woogity woogity woogity. Who doesn't love Rocket Power? And the other one is Recess. Big snub. Big snub. TJ Detweiler would have a bone to pick by not being included in this bracket. You know, I, I do agree. And I didn't think about those shows, and that's weird that they're not in here. But now I think about what about Spider-Man and the Uncanny X-Men and Batman. They're not on Nickelodeon. <gasps> Wait, Recess was on Disney. Ah, uh, that's why. No, okay. Nickelodeon should have had rocket power. Okay, Recess was Disney, so now I take that back, because okay. I do remember that. But let's, Rocket Power, I swear, was Nickelodeon. Let's see. But is SpongeBob Nickelodeon? Yes. It was Nickelodeon, and it was made by the creators of Rugrats. So, we're going to go with the number one snub was Rocket Power, for sure. I can't be upset about Recess not being included because Recess was on Disney. I mean, if you think about it, the characters in Rocket Power, like their hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, well, were in, very similar. I mean, they're like Hawaiian. They got like the little mm -hmm. island vibe going on. So, yeah, makes sense. Right. Okay. If you're wondering why I suddenly sound like I'm sitting in the room right next to you. Hi, crime junkies. Because we this... are. Look to your right. Pass the popcorn. This I'll take is another soda. Flowers. Check on your kids. On today's episode, no, I'm just kidding. Um, it's because all right. I swear so, we weren't gonna do a Ashley Flowers, and I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. I can cut it out. Cut it out. 
cut you out. Joey? No? Okay. So, if you're wondering why we suddenly sound so drastically different than we did the rest of the episode, it's because I mentioned earlier, we found the source of the feedback, and it was the baby monitor, which is great. And, hi Kaylee, you're sleeping. We see you across the room. But I also realized that we needed monitoring, which in podcast terms is having headphones on so you can kind of hear each other and like match volumes, hear back live, like what you're recording as you're recording it, which is working out great until I realized (laughs) that when I connected the headphones, our recording software decided that was also going to be our microphone. So we're now, yeah, so we're now all good. We're monitoring, we've got our feedback protection, our mics are working, all the things. Anyway, my apologies if we sound like we're in a box or a tin can for most of this episode, but that's the bad news, and the good news is there was no feedback, right? Well, my head is literally in a box, but that's a different story. I was going to sing like I did the last episode every time you said something, but I'm not going to do it. All right. Well, while we were on our break and uh, Kay had to have a refill. Yes, I did. Um, I started looking at Facebook because, you know, that's what us millennials do these days. Just you. I'm an Instagram girly. Oh, right. Sorry. And uh, if you all haven't heard of this wonderful company which hint hint we would love your sponsorship aka your cookies um crumble cookies is a place that we frequent especially around holidays and birthdays okay let's pause hold on we don't frequent them we've gotten them frequent my belly (laughs) we've gotten them on occasion but two things number one insomnia cookie is a thing. Delicious. Yeah. But the flavors are not there. Yeah. Okay. Two, I think there's like a spin-off chain called Half Baked. It's definitely in Texas. I don't know where else, but I have a friend in Texas. They have the same vibe. The big cookies, the cookie cutter where it cuts it into fours. They've got all the same. The flavors are different every week. So I know it's not like owned by the same people, but it's the same concept, the over like oversized cookie, all that. It's called half baked. So if you're listening from somewhere else and you have a half baked, it's the same vibe. Or you're half baked. But it's called well if you're half baked and you're, you're ordering half baked, you having a great time. Probably not listening to our podcast, let's be real. Um Or you are because it's that bad. Um but crumble, no E is pretty good. I will say, I do feel like the hype has gotten so big. They're not that good. Like, they're good. I mean, they're not But the Kelly's hype, cookies. Yeah, my mom's cookies are something else. But the hype is so extreme. Like, it's like they've gotten so big. And they're not... They, I don't think they have the kahunas to back it up. So that being said... You let me know during our break that the new menu dropped and you were very excited. But one thing I do want to share before you share the menu this week. 
free advertising crumble. You're welcome. Is la well, first part is Crumble has a new motto in 2024, a new business model, I should say, not a motto, that they are releasing at least, at minimum, one brand new, never before released cookie every single week. So that means they're coming up with something brand new, at minimum, 52 times a year. That's a huge obstacle i feel like i feel like there's i personally know someone you can do i personally know someone that works at crumble and she's a baker and she actually started briefly before they kicked this in because this actually wasn't a 2024 thing like they weren't like oh in the year 2024 they started this a few months in like towards the end of 2023 but they've been crushing it and I think there must have been some change in personnel, like higher-ups, because they also implemented alternating weeks. So their consistent cookies every week are going to be like your sugar cookie and your chocolate chip. And someone implemented the alternating chocolate chip. So every other week, it's semi-sweet, your regular chocolate chip. And the opposite weeks, it's like a... Milk chocolate, chocolate chunk cookie. So it's like every other week is a different variation because different people have different preferences, I guess. Well, that makes sense because when I got it from one of the families at school, the chocolate chip was not regular chocolate chip. It yes, tasted it was salty salt. to you. And I don't yeah. like salty chocolate. It was the less sweet. It was a semi-sweet chocolate chunk maybe or by... One is chocolate chip and one's chocolate chunk. One's semi-sweet and one's milk chocolate. And you didn't like the less sweet because it was a little too salty for you. I thought it was good, but not great. But I also feel that way about their regular chocolate chip. But anyway, this is their new thing. They're like, every week we're putting out a cookie you've never seen before. Like we've never made this, whatever. Some of them are like minor variations, but some of them are drastically different. So for example... Last week, there was a cinnamon square released. Right, it was an actual square and not a cookie. So that was like the new never before released. So what do we got on the lineup this week? So I was thinking about just giving it to you, but I want you to guess. So I'm going to give the description that they have on the website. Oh, okay. Or the I app. love this. This is a great and game. And Christina's going to guess the name mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. Don't I'm here think for this. too hard. I'm here for this. It's not that difficult. You're difficult. Up first, this cookie is a graham cracker cookie packed with milk chocolate chips. S'mores. Then... <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Topped with a melty marshmallow chocolate drizzle and buttery graham cracker crumbs. Sounds phenomenal. Order it right now. While recording. What do you think by the picture? Oh, wait. I think we've had that. It didn't I look that cute. She's a cutie. Not that. Um, well, okay. Next. It sounds and looks delicious. I think we've had a s'mores cookie. I can promise you it didn't look like that. Not at all. This one is a another chocolate one, but it's a chocolate cake cookie. Wait, I thought I was guessing. Oh, you're giving me the... Okay, okay. 
sorry. Chocolate cake cookie topped with a layer of fluffy marshmallow whipped cream. Oh. Gooey chocolate glaze and decorative white loops. <gasps> it's a hostess cupcake. It's a, what are they calling it? It's a, I don't know, cup chocolate, icing filled chocolate cupcake cookie. It's hostess. It's yes. the hostess chocolate cupcake with the vanilla cream icing with the filling and the swirl on top. Yes. it's They call it a chocolate mallow mm. cupcake. Yeah. Get it right now. Order it. Chocolate mallow. Mm-hmm. I yes. thought you would like that one. This We're two next for two. one it's going great. is a warm cookie mixed with golden Oreo, trademark. Uh-oh, Oreo. Cookie pieces then topped with a swirl of vanilla cream cheese frosting. And even more golden Oreo cookie Ew. pieces. Okay, so it's like an uh, Oreo. So it's like a golden cookie cream cookie. Those are a lot of words. <laughs> they it's call a, it a vanilla crumb cake. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I would taste it. She's cute. Oh, gosh, the chocolate mallow... mallow marshmallow marshmallow is how i say it so chocolate mellow mellow cupcake she's beautiful if it really looks like that the oreo one is cute but it's not appealing sounding to me like i would taste it but i'm not eating that whole cookie i'm diving into s'mores and the hostess thing you know on the picture i don't even see the cookie i guess it's the what's on top of that but it's like cream it's it's like a cute concept honestly i feel like you you'd like it more than me never know. And uh, the next one is a little twist on one of the classics. Mm. It's a rainbow sprinkles cookie mm. smothered with melty white chips. Mm. Then crowned with a mother's original circus <gasps> animal. Animal cookie. Cookie and a splash of rainbow sprinkles. Oh, yeah. So it's like the animal cracker one. It's a sugar cookie. Yeah, but it's like with the animal cracker. But it is it the circle sprinkles? Yeah, those are so good. They call it the sh- classic sugar okay. with mother circus animal. Yeah, so they always have a sugar cookie every week. But I don't love a sugar cookie, but I would order that one just for the sprinkles and the mother's animal cookie. I agree. I think their regular sugar cookie is... Blah, leaves yeah. things something to be desired for sure. But with... Just Animal for those cookie? and those mm-hmm. cute circly sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Those are the best. They're and called then, like non pareilles. Yes. I'm not French, but if I was. Non, then they have a mystery non cookie. Non We can't say. Ooh, maybe that sound good? Yes. La croissant. Oui, oui. La croissant. Speaking of our lovely daughter. Our daughter is... 13 months is that a thing she's over a year old she was 13 months on january 15th because she took her first steps two days after that but so she's like a little over a year old and we have never gone anywhere both of us without her both both we've never gone anywhere without her like i've been out by myself Jonathan's been out by himself, but we together have never been out without her. She's just never been out by herself, and that's the problem. She asked to go out. She wanted to get drinks with her <laughs> friends, go see a movie, go bowling, and you know what? We just got tired of her 
her complaining and whining and crying and neediness yeah. and we're like all right just go kaylee is so popular and she just really wanted a night out on the town with her besties and we we're cramping her style no um I previously mentioned on the podcast that one of my 2024 goals was a monthly date night. Well, it's not to be date night, date, a monthly date, because it could be a day date, which I'm into, but I'm into we, free dates. Who isn't? I'm into anything free, but we, we haven't shared this on the podcast. We have tickets to Nate Bargatze. Bargatze. I always say his name, what I think is correct, but then I hear people say it like five different ways. So what we're hearing is that Nate, we need you to call in. Nate Bargatze. And um, tell us how Bar- to pronounce your name. Bargatsky. 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 I think it's Bargatsky. Nate Bargatsky. That's what I always say. Nate. All right. We have tickets to see Nate in February. In Orlando. We don't At the need new to, Kia arena. We don't need to let everyone know where we're going to be. But yes, we have tickets to see Nate in February. And the show is going to overlap with our daughter's bedtime. So I thought, let's go with a nice, easy date to test out like being without our daughter for the first time. Plus, we needed one in January. Well, yeah, we need a January date, but I'm just saying we got to go with something that my anxiety could handle. So we went to dinner. In her parents' kitchen while (laughs) her parents and Kaylee were in the living room. No, but they made chicken burgers and tater tots and I was tempted to stay. I got to pause for a second. Breaking news. The Lions just lost. And I am devastated. I wanted the Lions to go all the way. I really did. I don't I don't know if I can watch this Super Bowl. I don't know if I can watch it. I'm going to watch it. I need to see the commercials. I need to get my usher on. But I don't. Mm-mm. Ursher. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know if I can do it. Anyway, back to date night. Date night. Date night. That was giving uh, dick squad. Oh, God. Um, bird and... Oh, I don't have a code name for husband of bird. Okay. I've already lost who we are talking about with code names. Let's so not go on. down that road of code names. Okay. Anyway. So date night. We decided to stay close by to my parents and we originally had a plan. There's a nearby town that's super cute. They have like a cute downtown area that we like to walk around. And there's a Mexican restaurant there that Every time we walk past it, they got a cute name. They have a rooftop area, like super cute. So we planned to go there anyway, like months and months ago. So then we decided we're actually going to go on date night. Like this is the thing we're doing. We're having a January date. Great. 
And then I start looking into the restaurant, as I do. People with anxiety will understand. I needed to look up the menu prior to arriving. It turns out said place is like you walk up to the counter and order your food and then take it to your table. Even if you're on the rooftop place and there's a bar downstairs and upstairs, doesn't matter. Food is only getting ordered and consumed if you go to the counter, like go through the queue, walk up to the counter, you know, order your food, take it to your table. Nothing wrong with that, but it's not giving day night. It's not the vibe. So I was like, we'll just go there. Like if we're there again, walking around with or without Kaylee, doesn't matter. Like that's a place we would stop in for lunch or dinner. Anyway, look up like the best Mexican restaurant because now I'm like, I need to have Mexican food, which is one of my favorite places to eat out. Like I, I love a good Mexican restaurant, period. So I look up like the best Mexican restaurant near my parents' house, find the place, like, okay, great, this is where we're going. We drop Kaylee off. I thought I would cry, but I didn't. I'm very proud of myself. Um, Also, she was like, bye, mom. Like, gave me a kiss, I'm out. Like, I don't need you here. I think she even pushed you out the door. She didn't, but so the first time I went in to give like give her a kiss on the cheek, she pushed me away, and then I was like, "Ma'am, I'm leaving. Can I have kisses?" And then she did, like, give me a kiss and whatever. And then she was like, "All right, so Grandma, sweet. bye." Um. But anyway, so we went to this place. First of all, we've seen this, like we've driven past it, and I will say, from like first impression, driving on the road, it's like a bigger road that it's off of. The shopping center. Looking at this place, I the word gringo comes to mind. Like this place looks super Americanized. Doesn't look like it's not giving like good Mexican food. It's giving like it doesn't give Mexican at all. It gives to me martini bar. It's very like modern looking, especially yes. from the road. Neon okay. lights. So then spray paint. Sign. Even even when we got there. There's like the the boxwood plant walls with the neon lights, like Jonathan's saying. So it'll be like, uh, trust me, you can dance. And it's like a quote by tequila or um, this is the place or, you know, whatever. So they have like all these cutesy neon lights, the boxwood walls, you know, the whole nine. The nice lights, the cute bar area, the photo ops, the cute chairs, all of it. I'm thinking immediately. The food's got to be trash. Places like that, we're here for the pictures and the drinks. We're not here for the food. For the selfies. Usually. Seriously. Would you agree? Yeah. However, yeah, two things that I was coming in prepared with this information. Number one, this is the top rated on every platform Mexican food restaurant in this town, city. Number two... There are a lot of Hispanic people eating at this restaurant. And just like any food cuisine, you want the people that are of that descent to be eating at that place. When I order Chinese food, I want to see Chinese, pe- like Chinese people ordering that food. 
if I'm ordering Indian food, I want to see Indian people. Mexican food, I want to see Mexican or Hispanic or Latino of some descent. Like I want to, that's who I want to see ordering that food. You also want to see those people's making the food. Well, yes, that's another thing that I was going to get to. But I'm saying the two pieces of information I was going into was number one, top rated across the board. Number two, big Hispanic Latino population eating there. We get there, very cutesy. First of all, shocked at the fact that we got a table right when we walked in. It was busy. Not very like this not, was a Saturday night. But not like overwhelming. Like it wasn't like an obscene amount of people. But We're yes, not it was busy. Outside the cracker barrel rocking in a rock. <laughs> it was it was busy, but not overwhelming. But we walked in. They asked how many people. They walked us immediately to a table. Like we did not wait even two minutes. So that was surprising, pleasantly surprising, which our server informed us, not the wait time, but that the that they were not busy. What we considered busy was not busy to him. Even though he said multiple times that he was sorry because he was busy when we came in. He had an eight top and a 10 top when we walked in. That's why. Very, very kind and so sweet. great waiter. Young guy. So kind. Anyway, everyone that works there, everyone that works there. This is a family-owned establishment, even though there's more than one of them because we've seen another location. But this is a family-owned establishment. Every single person that works there is a Spanish-speaking individual. But anyway, our server was phenomenal. The service period was amazing for, for us and everyone around us. Like I, I watched multiple servers serving tables, the bartenders, the whole nine. The service was amazing. Um, I, I talked quite a bit on date night about the chips and salsa. I'm judging you on your chips and salsa. The salsa was great. It was like spicy but not burning your mouth. But I feel like normally when you go to a Mexican restaurant, the salsa is so bland because they're gearing it towards white people. Oh, yeah. I mean, the salsa was very delicious. You know, my big thing was with the salsa, I don't want it. I want it spicy, but I don't want it like, you know, when you go to Moe's and it's just like soup. I don't want that. I don't want it mm. runny. See, at at Moe's, I eat the salsa verde, and it is, it's got a good girth to it. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> but I want some chunks in there, and I want it to be spicy. I don't want pico. I just want it yeah, yeah. not to be runny, and it was yes. spot on. Yes. So very, it was fantastic. very good, and it was free. We also ordered, well, it chips and salsa is not standard. That's a standard. If you're not, not offering, if you're not offering chips and salsa at your Mexican restaurant for free, I ain't coming, baby. I ain't coming. They really need to make their margaritas but, for free. <laughs> I don't Just even saying. like margaritas like that. But we also ordered their queso. So they have like a trio, you know, the whole whatever. But we ordered their queso. It comes out in a bowl. I'm not talking like a little dip, dip a dip bowl, like the salsa comes in. No, no, like a soup bowl. They bring in the queso out in, and it was good. It was like your good standard white Mexican queso. It was great. 
got better and it was like fresh because it was so hot. It was very thin. And then, you know, as it cooled off, it thickened up. Anyway, I ordered sangria. It was good. It was affordable. It was a good amount for what we got. The menu there, I felt like was unique. That was one thing we talked quite a bit about while we were there. They had a good vegetarian selection, but they had like a, some stuff I hadn't seen. Like I've been to a lot of Mexican restaurants in my time. Yeah, they know her there <laughs> at Mexican restaurants. They had... They Never had, Mexico, though. They Never had... Mexico? Uh, Did you run for the border? I did not. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero. Um, they wouldn't let you back in, would they? I, I love Mexican food. Actually, Spanish food. It's it's not exclusive to Mexico, but I love a good Mexican restaurant. Anyway, she even loves a good sombrero. She wears one all the time. <laughs> I wake up and I look over and she's got like cucarachas. Playing on the radio, wearing a sombrero with uh, maracas. Do you know what La Cucarachas means? Yes. What does it mean? It's what I used to have at my old apartment. Okay, yes. Cockroaches. Okay. You didn't have to tell everybody. They have the Google. Except short stuff. He does not have the Google. But no everyone Google else does. for you. Anyway. The menu selection, I felt, personally was unique like they had some stuff i had never heard of um they use potato as a filling vegetarian wise which i thought was unique because i've never seen that really it's usually bean or cheese or spinach or vegetable or whatever um but i just felt like they had more dishes in general however i ordered a vegetarian dish and i am not currently vegetarian but i was so intrigued by this potato situation and I regret what I ordered. It was good, but I shared this with Jonathan. He knows about me. When we go to an Italian restaurant, my gold standard is I'm going to order the chicken parm. If you don't make chicken parm well, I ain't eating your food, period. That's that on that. And so if I go to an Italian restaurant and order like if it's the first time i'm there i'm ordering chicken parm that's just how i judge you for a mexican restaurant my judgment order my first time is usually a chimichanga and that might be a hot take but here's my thing i love enchiladas but they're a safe bet i feel like you can get away with like a half-assed chimichanga like it doesn't have to be that good because it's got the cheese the sauce like all the things but like a chimichanga you gotta nail it it's like chicken parm you can't get you can't hide if your breading sucks if your sauce is terrible you can't hide it a chimichanga is the mexican man's chicken parm that's my hot take so that's what I should have ordered. Are you now a Mexican man? I mean, I could be. Okay. Anyway, how did you like your quesadilla, gringo? I love my quesadilla. It is the Mexican woman's chicken parm. 
Mm-mm. I guess, no. Mm-mm. Well, I was Mm-mm. trying to go the opposite of you. I thought it's, we were switching genders. It's the... Are you cis? Cis? It's the spaghetti. Like, the person that goes to the Italian oh. restaurant is like, I'm going to order spaghetti. Or, um, fettuccine Alfredo. Hey, no. Yeah. Don't, don't That's why you're offended, because it's you. Don't hate on the fettuccine. You're like, yeah, I'm going to order the um, fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah, can I get a chicken quesadilla? And you're like, oh, I'm so fancy. Can I also get the bell peppers and onions in my quesadilla? Hey, I was trying to be healthy. <laughs> I don't want just the chicken. However, the chicken was delicious. I'm just kidding. It, and it, it the... was a high-quality quesadilla. I had one singular bite of the chicken, which was good. And the, I don't even know what you call it, the... The rice? No, the outside. The, not the crust. Tortilla. Thank you, tortilla. Wow. I know. The crust. You know tortilla. that Mexican pizza crust they yeah, be putting the, on them quesadillas? You know, you know when you make a, a pizza, you take a medium pizza and you flip it over and it becomes like a stromboli or a calzone. That's what I think of with the quesadilla. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm we tired. Know. We know you don't know. So, yes, it was very light but crispy. So. It wasn't greasy. And it definitely wasn't made by a gringo. Yeah, it was. Maybe a ringo. It but was. not a gringo. Definitely authentic food, which. My point being the atmosphere, I wouldn't have expected that at all. It was very cute. It was very hip. But I feel like they had the good balance of like classic Mexican restaurant and like hip people want to be seen, take selfies, girls night out, like you said. It was like a Mexican Buffalo Wild Wings, in my opinion, with Uh, the bar section, with the big screen TVs. Not the B-dubs. And then on the other section, you had the sit down nicer restaurant or older style restaurant but still with the modern lighting um all that their bar back like the lighting at the bar specifically not the bar tables but the actual bar was giving james bond with the big martini glass it was beautiful anyway we would go back i will order a chimichanga next time and report back i'll probably get the quesadilla yeah 100%. 100%. Maybe with some ranch dressing next time. Maybe with some pumpkin spice Excuse me, latte. do you have craft or Hidden Valley? Fine. Anyway, overall, date night was a win. I think so. I was way less anxious than I thought. Shout out to my parents for being wonderful and making that easy on us. And... We're going to do it again in February. <laughs> so my buddy George. Who's George? Clooney. Oh. <laughs> you know. Not the actual George Clooney. I thought no, you. No, but however, first George of all, Clooney, the actual person, did Okay, Rosemary. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. When they were kids. And Rosemary <laughs> actually babysat my dad and my dad hung out with george and they even played basketball against each other okay but the fictional george clooney which aka danny ocean that's what you need to call him danny ocean think about danny ocean also um i'm not out here talking about how i'm related to judy garland listen here 
Stop name dropping. But I am. No one cares. Her maiden name is her real name, not maiden. Judy Gum. Drop. Yeah, I did. I dropped it. Gum drop. Anyway. Nonetheless. What about it? What Danny Ocean? Let's Danny not say Ocean George Clooney. What about Danny Ocean? Wanted us to start rating gas stations. Ooh. Like Bucky's or Wawa. Oh, hot take. Uh, Wait, on on what though? There's a lot of criteria to cover. You know, that's a great question. We're we'll gonna have to give them a call and find out. Not tonight. Obviously. But um, I was thinking we could do that with our date night places or experiences. So let's think about a criteria. I'm thinking okay. service. Atmosphere. Atmosphere. Yep. And food. food. And maybe like, okay, but like I'm thinking about gas stations. Atmosphere. No. Homeless. I, no, I no was going to say. <laughs> no, I was going to say. Do they give you a change back? Like, I'm thinking Wawa's and like Bucky's specifically. Those, or like Sheets or any of those places. They also have like a thing. Like a specialty. So maybe even the restaurants, like their specialty. So like if I go to a Mexican restaurant, specialty, chips and salsa. It's free. It's free. If I go to a Wawa, their specialty is hoagies. You know what is free at gas stations? Fountain drinks if you don't pay for it. Air at Wawa. That is true. Anyway. Air at Wawa. All right. So what's our first category? We're rating. What should we tell where we went? Like are we naming the name? Sure. Okay. We went to Garibaldi. Which I thought was a chocolate company. That's Ghirardelli. Man, was I going to be disappointed. Okay. So we went to Garibaldi, not Garibaldi's, which I was calling like I was from Kentucky and the Kroger's and the Walmarts. No, Garibaldi. They wish they were from Kentucky. And, no, they don't, I can assure you. Garibaldi. And I think there's multiple locations. So I think I should say that they're in a popka. Anyway, what's our categories? So first, let's talk about food. How would you rate it? A one, two, a ten? This is tough for me because like I said, I think I made a mistake when I was ordering. I think I should have ordered... I should have ordered either a chimichanga or... Just like a regular platter of enchiladas where it had like chicken, cheese, whatever. So I ordered the vegetarian enchilada platter. So it was one bean, one cheese, and one potato enchilada. And it came with Mexican rice and on top lettuce, sour cream, and guacamole. And... We also ordered the queso. We had the free chips and salsa. And then, I mean, I guess I'm including drinks in the food. So I had sangria. I so, would, yes. Okay, if I order, if I consider all of that as like collective thing, um, seven? Eight, seven and a half. I'm going to say seven, seven and, and a half. half. It's a strong seven and a half. However, again, I want to reiterate, I think I would give a higher rating if I ordered something different. 
it wasn't bad. It was just like not giving. Well, you're also testing it out. Yeah. You know, you got to know if they can make a good burrito, what the sauce is like. The cheese they used, the rice I think they I'm had, being, which was very yeah. good. I think I'm being too harsh. And like I said, I said to Jonathan while we were there, usually Mexican rice is like an afterthought by the chef because they make these huge pots of it and it's like super dry. It was actually pretty good. Um, so I think I'm being harsh, but I'd rather be conservative. So I'm going to go 7.5. Freedom of speech, baby. You're allowed to be harsh. 7.5 for the caster. What? All right. What are you I going with? I think I'm going to go with, well, you know, I had my basic white girl uh, Gringo. quesadilla uh, with a little onion and green pepper. No mushroom. That's nasty. Nobody wants fungus. Um, <laughs> and for my drink, I had a good old Mountain Dew. Once again, tonight's episode of Just Kidding. Oh my gosh. Brought to you by Mountain Dew. Wait. Just the original. Wait. Because you got to go original. Okay, wait. Thank you, Mountain Dew. Let's go back. This one's for you. Let's rewind. Our server was like 12 years old. Not literally, but to me in my mind, he was 12 years old. He was very young. So sweet. Literally had braces. So sweet. He comes, you know, by right away. He came by to our table multiple times before we were ready to actually order, which is mostly my fault because I kept getting distracted. But right away when he comes over, we ask for two waters. Then he comes back, you know, whatever, and we ordered drinks. No, we didn't. We ordered queso. Then he came back later, and he was like, are you guys ready to order? And you were like, no, she doesn't know what she wants yet. But I think we'd like to put some drinks in. He's like, okay, he pulls out his notepad. He's got his pen. He's ready. And I was like, can I get a glass of sangria? He was like, oh, yeah. And he looks at you, and you're like, um, do you have Mountain Dew? And he laughs and says, yeah. And you're like, okay, that's what I want. He puts his notepad away, never wrote down a word. He's like, okay, sangria, Mountain Dew, got it. And just sleeps. You know? <laughs> Sorry. I wanted to make I just, his life simple. He had an eight top and a ten that, top. That was the funniest part of the whole time that we were there. He was, he, like, he had it ready. He was at the ready. Like, what kind of margarita? He thought he was going to have to write some specialty, something, something. And we're like, sangria and a Mountain Dew. Okay. Anyway. I think he enjoyed it. I All think right. he liked it. Gringa. Well, you know, I have a hard time with restaurant Mountain Dew. You know, um. Okay, we don't care about their that. Mountain Dew. Let's but talk the, about the quesadilla. The Mountain Dew was very good. Not watery. Very crisp. Unlike some places. Oh my god. The quesadilla, I've already talked about it. With the peppers yeah, and no the onions. Yeah, no mushrooms. We get it. Light Give us a number. Crispy. I would go with an eight. I would mm, go with an ocho. eight for the food. The ocho. Yes, being the ocho. Home of dodgeball. I would go what? with an eight. If you know, you know. I don't know, apparently. If you can dodge a brick, you can dodge a ball. I just spilled my wine while you were saying that. You can't that. dodge a brick, then. <laughs> I don't want to dodge. If you throw a brick at me, you going to find out. Fuck around and find out. That's all I can say. So, next up is atmosphere. How would you rate their atmosphere? Oh, with gosh. A it was new good. wave it was good. Mexican restaurant. I'm going to give them a nine. Now, maybe I should even go lower. I'm going to tell you why. Fantastic atmosphere. In my opinion, 
not what I would expect from a Mexican restaurant. A couple of things to consider. First and foremost, a lot of tables. Very crowded. Lots of tables. Very crowded. Like if you, you, you're like on top of people, it, depending on where you sit. Certain parts I don't think were as crowded. But like where we were, if it had really truly been packed out, like we couldn't move. there. When we first got there, like you had someone behind you and you, you couldn't even get out to use the restroom if you needed to. So I'm going half a point for that because kind of respect them for... Like, we're going we gonna to get our money. Like, we're going to get everybody in here. But also, you know, it can be uncomfortable. Well, I felt bad for them because even the waiters and waitresses couldn't get around each other. They were having a hard time, yeah, with certain, certain areas. Like, they had big aisles, but, like, where the cluster of tables was, almost like... In the bar Like area. a pit. Like, the middle was too mm. clustered, and then they had, like, a outside perimeter that was easier to navigate. So that's one half of my point that I'm docking. The other half is I didn't use the bathroom there. And that, you know how I feel about public bathrooms. I don't really do them. Like I, I will hold it as long as, I, I would 99.9% .9 of the time rather explode than use a public restroom. So I didn't use their bathroom. I know you did, but I didn't. And a lot of places that I would be like, wow, like great, phenomenal place. Or like a place you wouldn't expect to have a nice bathroom. Fleet Feet in North Myrtle Beach. Phenomenal bathroom. bathroom. Yes. Phenomenal. Uh, Broken Strings Brewery in the hood up in Orlando. Phenomenal bathroom. Like there are certain places you wouldn't expect to have a great bathroom and they do. And... Like I said, I don't use the bathroom publicly in a lot of places. So I, I'm docking them. Maybe that's unfair, but I'm well, docking them a half a so. I'm docking them a half a point because I don't know. You have to give them an A on that. So I'm going to give them a nine. You know, I I'm doing a half point for the crowded and a half point for the questionable. Bathroom might be great. Bathroom might be terrible. No idea. But I'm considering balancing that out like it could be in just okay bathroom could be a horrible could be a great so i'm just gonna give them a nine for atmosphere you know the bathroom to me because i did go in there because i have to go to the bathroom everywhere literally it was very comparable to like a target bathroom it was large Ooh. but nice it was nice Ooh, and no. clean the target's not clean no 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 well, that's because women are nasty. And women you write about destroy that. Destroy the bathroom. I haven't been in a Target bathroom. I think only once or twice well, ever. I mean but the size of it, like it's got. They had like two nice stalls, and then two nice urinals, and then a place to wash your hands called a sink. Which oh yeah 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 fancy you know, very when I'm fancy. Running, I don't do yeah. Uh, shitty but hands. I, think I believe is the term. We're I using. would have uh, give it a nine as well. So I'm going nine. You're going nine bathroom to be determined i will set out to chug water before i go there and try to muster up the uh calm to use the public restroom there to pee to let y'all know but atmosphere was great great i think I, and i think from multiple perspectives if you're like a 20 something and you're looking for a cutesy place to grab a drink with your girls great if you're like 50 and you're bringing your family in there to have dinner also great 
I think it works for both. And I think that's impressive to be able to do both well. Definitely would have been too hard to bring Kaylee in there with that crowd. But in the area we sat in. Yes. Now, if we were in the other half of the restaurant, I think it would have been fine. And they did have a kid's menu. I checked that out. And I think if we sat outside, it would have been more comfortable Mm -hmm. too. But where Mm -hmm. we sat, because they did have the garage doors Mm -hmm. leading up to the bar, which... They also have two... Kind of reminded me of like Gordon Biersch. They also have two outdoor sides. They had a dining outdoor side and a bar outdoor side, which was kind of cool. Yeah. All right. So nines all around. So nines all around. So service with Emerson. Oh gosh. 10. Easily. Emerson was Emerson at Garibaldi in Apopka. You're adorable. First of all, you're like 12 years old. You're adorable. Great job. He, he's learning English. I couldn't tell. Spoke great English. Better than me. I'm, (laughs) you're not wrong, but it was great. But also, I would venture to say not just him. Like, I feel like we witnessed a lot of service things in general. Like, at one point, Emerson had to step away to do something else, and another girl came in to help with something. Which might have been the only white employee. She wasn't. She wasn't? No. Her hair was dyed blonde, but she was Hispanic. Oh. Um, but also just the... I commented on this when we were there. The amount of just moving bodies. Margaritas are steady flowing out of the bar area. They're just constantly moving, serving, tape like they're cleaning tables, they're serving tape like it just constant rotation. Like the service was fantastic. Everyone looked happy. Everyone was kind. It was the service that was some of the best service I think we've had at a restaurant in a long time. Like it was really good. And that alone I think would bring me back because I'm a, I'm big on the service. Like I'm a big tipper. So I think that alone would bring me back. Like that was that was a big deal. I agree. Um great service where well, we haven't been out really. <laughs> you know, usually, we literally don't uh, talk to anyone. So like we're out of the house and someone smiles at us and we're like, "Yes, we'll come back." No, I'm just kidding. And, you know, yeah, I mean, usually it's uh, we're too busy trying to keep a child from throwing food on the ground or it was it was just a really good experience i think our drinks and we went out to buffalo wild wings with kaylee not long ago and we also had a good server experience then um but yeah we just appreciate good service and i think that that can also make up for a lot like if you're a good server that can cover a multitude of sins you know absolutely Anyway. So we have an overall... Wait, 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 wait. We mentioned that we would include a specialty category because like if we're going to rank gas stations in the future per Danny Ocean, I think that should be included because everyone has a specialty. Okay. So I would consider the specialty at Garibaldi... It's a Mexican restaurant, so isn't the specialty like chips and salsa? Like if we went to a, an Italian restaurant, it would be breadsticks. Sure. So their specialty would be chips and salsa, and I'm giving them a 10, nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Okay. Would you agree? That's great. What are me. you giving them? No, that's fine. I think I've had... 
This is hard. The first round of chips that we got, eh, they were okay. Second round, bomb. Warm, crispy. Mm. None of them were stuck together. Didn't well, have no conglomerate chips. I think the first couple chips I had of the first batch was very good. They but were, it was, I also waited a while to eat them. Yeah, I don't think any of them were bad. I'm just saying, I think, okay, this is going to sound like total basic white girl, but like chilies does free chips and salsa. Give me my baby, my baby, my baby, my baby. Chilies. Which. Baby back ribs. Chilies shouldn't be serving free chips and salsa. That doesn't make sense with their menu, but they are. They're serving it. Do they? And their salsa is all right. It is nothing to be like bragging about, but hot chips. They're bringing you hot chips every time. And when I worked at Coastal, they would come to the front office with the big old soup uh, container of salsa and the big giant long as my torso bag of hot baked chips as like an advertisement, like for free. Like we're dropping this off with some coupons. I'll eat that. That's my lunch. Chilies? Yes. Didn't know that. The chilies in Carolina Forest will be rolling up to Coastal with this mat. It was great. Anyway, what I'm saying is like their salsa sucks, but the hot chips make up for a lot. So what I'm saying is when I go to a Mexican restaurant, like I was saying, if you're not bringing me free chips and salsa, I'm not coming back. It's like going out back and not getting that beautiful brown loaf of bread. It's like going to Olive Garden and not getting breadsticks, which is one of their only good menu items. Watch your mouth. <laughs> it's like going... I got nothing else. Anyway, it's the free item you expect when you go to a good Mexican... Any Mexican restaurant. It doesn't matter if they're good. I expect free chips and salsa, and I'm going to judge you on it. And I will say, and this is not to fault Mexican restaurants... But normally the salsa caters to white people and they're scared to make it too spicy. Garibaldi, it's it's beautiful. It's like a nice mid, middle of the road. It's got a little spice. It's not going to burn your mouth. It's not going to linger. And the second round of chips we had was delicious. Very hot, salty, great, not stuck together. First round left something to be desired. So I'm taking off half a point. So 9.5. Sounds great. So right now we have a. He's like you talk too much. Up your overall score to a nine, and mm-hmm. I have a nine as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great first start. Nine out of ten for first. Great date job, night. guys. It was a great experience. Excellent job. Thank you. Emerson. The babysitting was a ten out of ten. Yes. Thirteen out of ten. Uh, we need to rank Kaylee's experience because Dude, I she think she might have life. a better experience. I mean, she had Living specialized food life. prepared by a top chef. <laughs> she had desserts. She had entertainment. Snacks, entertainment. She had movies. The whole, the whole she night. She had special toys. <laughs> I mean. The service was impeccable, truly. The bathrooms... So clean. Santa's workshop was <laughs> balling. All right. Anything else we'd like to cover in this episode before we wrap it up? You know, I will give a little preview to what I would like to talk about next time. Oh, wait. Me too. You can go first. No, you go because I got a whole 
I talk too much. So next time, when I when, something I wanted to bring up today, but we are way over our limit, and I am really tired. And uh, something I want to talk about that I love is strange laws. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about the top fifty strangest laws. So one per state. Like, are we talking beating your wife on the courthouse steps on the second Sunday of every month? Is legal? Like that kind of law? Well, I hope that's legal. I'm not, I have to move out of Florida. No, I'm being serious. Like, is that the kind of law you're talking about? Or like, it's illegal to drive with your right shoe off. Well, it's illegal to drive with your shoes off, but you know what I mean. Well, to give you a little preview, okay. straight from um, Fox News, the 50 Ooh. bizarre Are we going laws with Fox that News? have exact... We're going with Fox News? Okay. Absolutely. 50 bizarre laws that have existed or still exist in America. Give me one. One. Just give me one of them. It's the loneliest number. That you ever knew. So. Two can be as bad as one. Here's one for you. In Colorado. You may not use upholstered furniture outside. It says no person shall keep, use, or store upholstered furniture outside unless that furniture is specifically manufactured for outdoor use. Yeah, it's giving like in the hood when you drive by and the front porch has like a refrigerator, a couch, and a recliner on it. It's giving that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the best reclining. But in Colorado, free air conditioning. It be snowing, so that's moldy. True. It doesn't say anything about it being waterproof. It just says not even mattresses can be in the front or the side or the backyard. Yeah. So what you are alluding to is what I was saying. Okay. So we're going to cover that next episode. I think our next episode is going to be a little Valentine's Day-ish. So I've got some notes. I've got a game. I don't know if you can call it a game. I've got a thing in mind. I've got. Really? <laughs> I've got. This some... is a kid-friendly. Okay, no, okay, less, okay, less okay. Be serious here. Anyway, I've got some notes. We're gonna call it our Valentine's Day episode. It'll probably come out before Valentine's Day? Question mark. We're recording this on January twenty-eighth. And it'll probably come out on the 29th. Let's be real. I'm an eager beaver. I got to get it edited, get it popping, get it out, get the people what they want. Am I right, L. Gibb? Am I right? Okay. For the people. Yeah. For the people, by the people, and with the people. Sure. Not in the people. Oh, let's know. Okay. So I have a couple of ideas. I got some notes. It's going to be Valentine's Day-esque, but we're also going to let Jonathan, you know, participate because we like him and, you know. Um, so we'll do weird laws. Nothing says Valentine's Day like beating your wife on or the courthouse steps. Not allowing her to sit on the couch outside. Sell silly string to a minor. Sure. So. We'll cover all that and more on the next episode. Um, anything to add? 
and Christina will be giving us salsa lessons. She didn't know that. I she does now. do know how to salsa dance. Would you like a salsa dance lesson? Maybe I would. I learned how to salsa dance from my best friend's parents who went on vacation to the Dominican multiple times. It was a whole thing. There was wine involved. I won't lie. If you're dancing the salsa dance, are you considered a chip? No. All right, if folks, you this or is another... someone you know has been victimized by... <laughs> I'm just kidding. This was another episode of Just Kidding. Thank you for listening. God bless America. Good night. John Wayne. Tune in next time where Jonathan pretends to like me for our Valentine's Day episode. Just kidding. <laughs>